Hello and welcome to Theater 5 from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Theater 5 presents Nightmare at 26,000. Some coop just shut up the cockpit. Huh? Wait, wait, here's the stewardess. Hey, miss. I'm sorry, Sergeant. I made it up forward. Well, didn't you hear that? No, I, I didn't hear anything. Oh, they wouldn't admit it if both wings fell off. Hey, hey Fred, that old lady across the aisle is trying to get your attention. Huh? Uh, uh, yes, ma'am? Oh, excuse me for bothering you, but I noticed by your uniform that you're in the Air Corps. Do you know what's happened? You see, this is my very first If it'll flight. make you feel any better, lady, I'll try and find out what's going on. Oh, thank you. Hold it, Fred. Here comes the other stewardess. Please, everyone, remain in your seats. Please, everyone. Wait a minute, miss. What happened? Nothing happened, Sergeant. Supper will be served shortly. Remain in your seats. It will all... We all get up at once. Oh, brother. Coffee, tea, or, or milk. <laughs> Where were you? Trying to keep the passengers in the seats. Anne, I'm glad you're here. I came forward to our compartment immediately. Did, did you hear? Of course I did. Captain Anderson. Captain Anderson. Bill. It's no use. I tried. And the cockpit door is locked from the inside. Oh, Miss Bruce. Now control yourself, girl. Was the door locked? No. I, I was just going to bring the crew their supper. So I know it was open. Well, if this is Bill Anderson's idea of a joke, I... Look. What? Bullet holes. In the bulkhead between the cockpit and our compartment. Oh, no. Fuselage doesn't seem to have been hit. Thank heaven for that. Miss Brewster, what, what's on the other side of the door? Anne, we have got to keep control. Now, luckily, Mr. Everett is aboard. Seat 12, first class. Get him. Mr. Everett? What can he do? Anne, no. he is the president of this airline. Now, get him. Meanwhile, I'll get on the horn and try to reassure the passengers. They're about to panic. Okay. This is your hostess, Maggie Brewster. Captain Anderson has asked me to tell you that... that there was a slight technical malfunction when he spoke to you last. A bit of the movie soundtrack got mixed up with his message. Please remain in your seats. Supper will be served shortly. Oh, God, help us. Help us. Miss Brewster. Oh, get that frightened look off your face, girl. Every eye in this plane is on us. M Mr. Everett isn't in either compartment. What? Quick, pull the screen so the passengers can't see us. Where's Mr. Everett? Well, he, he must be in the cockpit. I, I wonder. What? There have been rumors going around the past few days that Mr. Everett was finished. 
that he was going to be fired. Why? Well, I don't know. Mismanagement, incompetence. Poor guy's probably getting older. I didn't believe it at the time, but... Anne, what if... Who are that? It's him. Mr. Everett? Huh. Didn't you announce supper before? Serve it at once. That's what this line built its reputation on, service. Uh, Mr. Everett, sir, no one is allowed forward, not even... Not even the president of the line? <laughs> well, that's a good girl. That's a good girl. Those rules were important. Good girl. I... Oh! Oh, Mr. Everett. I'm a little uh, shaky in the knees. I've got a... I've got a splitting headache. Here, here, now let me help you into our jump seat. Uh, you see, you see, they were so... They were young. Very young. And, and it is not fair of them to have been so young. Oh! Miss Brewster, look! In the cockpit, they're all... What's wrong? Didn't you ever see a dead man before? Oh, no. Oh, I can't believe now, it. Now, now, don't be upset. There's no danger. Automatic pilot is set. We're headed for international. Fuel okay. Weather clear. We're snug as a bug in a buggy. <laughs> automatic pilot can't bring us down. How will we land? Well, how the blazes should I know? I can't be expected to think of everything. Hey, uh, neither of you girls got an aspirin in my head. Mr. Everett, how will we land? Stop bothering me. Everyone puts their problems on my shoulders. Is it my fault I get headaches all no, the time? No, no, sir, but... Go away. <laughs> Take a rest, they said. Yeah. Oh, you've been working too hard. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> Then, then I'm out on the golf course this morning. Eighteen holes, yes, sir. I can still keep up with these young punks. And I, I, I get a call at the clubhouse. Mr. Everett, the board of directors has asked me to inform you. <laughs> so, I'm out. I'm out, girl, see? Stabbed in the back by a lot of you young punks. Bunch of thin-blooded accountants suddenly think they can run an airline. Oh, where's that aspirin? I'm, I'm showing them. <laughs> I'm picking them off one by one. <laughs> First those three up there, then, then... Uh... Girls, I'm sorry. You've got to go, too. You do understand, don't you? I, I, I'm so very sorry. He's got a gun. Of course I have. Now, just a minute, sir. Huh? May I remind you, sir... Firearms are strictly forbidden aboard a commercial airliner. I must ask you to let me keep it for you until we land. What? It's... It's the rules, sir. Oh. oh of course. Yes, good girl, good girl. <laughs> I, I'm glad you're working for us. Oh, here. Thank you. And get on the radio. You know enough about it to put out a mayday call. Try to contact somebody. Anybody. It won't do any good. I took care of the radios, both of them. The radios? We, we can't make contact. We're... We're isolated up here at 26,000 feet. And we're flying a course directly into New York. In an hour, we'll be right in the middle of the heaviest traffic on the eastern seaboard. What will we do? <laughs> well, little girl, that's a poser, isn't it? Huh? <laughs> yeah, that's a real poser. What? <laughs> It ain't my problem anymore, anymore, anymore. It ain't my problem anymore, so very late in my lifetime.
I'd say both you little ladies are earning your wings on this flight. <laughs> yes, sir. You don't know what it's you've no done. It's no use, Anne. He doesn't know what he's saying. Well, can't we do something? Is it hopeless? Couldn't we try to change the reading on the autopilot before we get into the New York flight pattern? No. No, we might lose all control. No. Now, the thing to do is to see if one of our passengers can fly. Miss Brewster. Those two Air Force men. Yes, of course. Of course, I'll get them. Oh, miss, are we going to eat soon? Any moment now, ma'am. Sergeant. Yes? Please, try not to show concern. I don't want to alarm the others. Our flight crew is dead. Murdered. Charles Everett got into the cockpit and... and killed them. Think Charles Everett? Yes, he's, he's had a mental collapse. We're on autopilot now, but there's no one who can bring us down. Well, uh, why are you telling me? Well, I saw your uniforms oh, and that I... lady. I know what you're thinking, but I'm sorry. You see, not everybody who wears an Air Force uniform flies. I'm in traffic and transportation. My buddy here is a company clerk. Pentagon pilots, you know. Oh. Lady, I took two free lessons in a Piper Cub once when I was 18, and that's it. I see. I see. Well, I, I'm sorry I had to alarm you. I... Look, just forget I told you about Everett. I... I don't know. I'm a bit confused. Please, just stay in your seats and try not to frighten the others. Will we really be having filet mignon, miss? Yes, ma'am. Yes, just as soon as we can. Attention, please. Attention, please. Captain Anderson has asked me to invite anyone on board who is a licensed pilot or who has any flight experience to be his guest in the cockpit to see how a big jetliner really works. If you can fly, please come up forward right away. Thank you. Here, here now, here. You know the rules strictly forbid any passenger in the pilot's compartment? But they've changed the rules, sir. Changed the rules again? Oh, no wonder a man can't keep up. That's the trouble with these fool bureaucrats. Then they turn on you and fire you. Everything moves too fast nowadays. And is anyone coming forward? No. No one. What can we do? I, I, I don't think they're buying that spiel of yours. Well, I guess I'll have to tell them the truth. You're going to tell them about me, I suppose. No, no, no. That won't be necessary. The authorities will handle that. If we get down... Well, here goes. Ladies and gentlemen, I have to tell you. Oh, dear Father, help us. Help us in this hour of trial. What do we do? Just keep flying till we run out of gas? It's been an hour now. We must be in the New York patterns. Maybe we won't have to wait till we run out of gas. Traffic control will have spotted us on radar and tried to make contact. They'll keep everything out of our way. They've got to. Ladies and gentlemen... We have to give you crash landing oh, instructions. Dear Lord. Crash landing instructions? That's like handing someone an eyedropper to fight a flood. Keep quiet. I mean it. Sorry. When we start to descend, make sure your seat belt is tightened. Loosen your ties, belts, and place the cushion on your knees. Place your hands under your knees and your head on the cushion. Then... I think a man like Everett... Oh, is... never mind, Everett. Why not? He did it. Big deal industrialist, former war ace. What did you say? Former war ace? Of course, of course, Everett can fly. He's decorated the World of War. Of course, of course. Hey, 
hey, come back here. Is everything going to be all right? Uh, uh, yes, yes, lady. Everything's going to be fine. Handle one of these planes? Sure, sure. <laughs> Why, be before I put the company's order in, I made sure I, I test flew one personally. Yes, sir. Then you've got to take us down. Put in an order for 22 of them on the spot. That's the reason we had a head start when jets came in. But do those accountants remember that? No, sir. The minute your back is turned... Please, please, Mr. Everett, please try to understand. You're the only one aboard who can fly. You've got to land this plane. Why me? Why are the problems always on my shoulders? Hey, tell me, uh, when we come down, would you give me my gun back? Yes, yes, of course. When we come down. But you've got to bring us down. You're the only one who can. Why me? Why me? Oh, stop bothering me. You're making my headache. Let me alone. I'll go in the cockpit and I'll think it over. Keep that door open, please. No, no, door's got to remain closed. Rules. Mr. Everett, please. Are you going to bring us down? That's for you to find out, little girlie. <laughs> Oh, please, God, please. He's our only chance. That madman is our only chance. I know, but he is bringing us down. It's been a constant descent. How, how high are we? About, about 5,000. The way we're tossing around. Oh, look out there! Navy jets. Well, they must have been sent up to investigate. Oh, Miss Brewster, he wouldn't shoot. Oh, of course not. Oh, oh, they, oh, they came so close. We're falling! On speaker. Crash landing positions. Assume crash landing positions at once. We're going down. He pulled out. He pulled it out. Well, now, how's that for a descent, eh? Just like the old days. I tell you, these babies can take anything. I bet those young Navy punks don't know what I'm up to, do the they? The controls. I'm on auto again. But you can't, Mr. Everett, you can't. We can't be more than 1,500 feet. The autopilot's not stable at this altitude. We'll burn up all our fuel in no time down here. Don't you think I know that? You wanted to come down. Yes, yes, to land. Huh? huh. Oh, oh, I see. <laughs> all the way down. <laughs> We're out of control. There are houses under... Yes, yes, people in the houses, in the little houses. <laughs> Bunch of accountants, a lot of them. Who cares? Please, please, please. Miss Brewster, about three miles to starboard. Look, it must be international field. Well, of course it is. I told you we were headed there tonight. Bring us in. Bring us in. Why should I? You didn't keep your promise. You didn't give me my gun back. Well, you, you can have it when we land. I want your word on that. Though. I promise. Oh, oh, we're falling again. You promise? I promise. I promise. 
driving his engines. Oh, the fool! Anne, can you see? Are we heading toward the field? I, I don't. Yes, yes. He's coming right on. It must, it must be runway four. They've got the crash trucks out and... Oh, what? What? Landing gear! He hasn't got the landing gear, Tom! Mr. Everett! Mr. Everett, the wheels! Lower the landing gear! Oh, please hear me! The wheels! The landing gear! They're down. He hurt you. Oh. oh, he's coming in too fast! Too fast! Too fast! <laughs> <laughs> We blew a tire. Was getting off the runway. No, no, he got us back. We're going too fast. Mr. Everett, we're overshooting into the marsh. Uh, gentlemen, uh, ladies, uh, may I have your attention? Uh, thank you. I, uh, I've called this press conference today to clear up any previous misunderstanding and to thank you newspaper men for being so sympathetic to me during my trial. Well, as you know, I've been acquitted of those horrendous charges brought against me by the two Air Force boys. It's been proven beyond a doubt that Maggie Brewster, the stewardess, killed the flight crew. Indeed, the murder weapon was found on her person. Now, what her motives were, or why she tried to pin the blame on me, we'll never know. Well, as you know, the stewardesses were killed when I overshot the runway. Fortunately, they were the only fatalities. Uh, now people have been calling me a hero for bringing that plane in. I brought the old airliner in as best I could. And it's nonsense. I, I merely did my duty as I saw it. I'm grateful that I was able to help. You know, so often when one grows old, he's uh, tossed aside. Now, as for my future plans, well, as a retired man, I intend to take life easy. <laughs> I, uh, I want to travel, see a bit of the world. In fact, I'm leaving tonight. And I'll fly my own airline, you may be sure. <laughs> no, I, I'm not through with them yet. <laughs> Not by a long shot. Passengers for flight seven, please go to gate twelve. Passengers for flight seven, Pardon please. Pardon, Mr. Everett. Huh? What is it? Let me take your bag, sir. Oh no, 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 no! I can manage it. I, I have to catch that plane. I'm afraid not, sir. I'm from the police. We have a few questions that weren't answered at your press conference. <laughs> has presented Nightmare at 26,000, written by Romeo Muller, directed by Warren Somerville. In the cast, Mary Kay Wells, Corrine Orr, John Griggs, Peter Fernandez, John Fink, and Ethel Remy. Script editor, Jack C. Wilson. Original music by Alexander Vlastatsenko. Orchestra under the direction of Glenn Osser. Executive producer for Theater 5, Mr. Lee Bowman. 
We invite your comments. Write to Theater 5, New York 23, New York. That's Theater 5, New York 23, New York. This is Fred Foy speaking. This has been an ABC Radio Network production.